You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. My name is Bubba, Chief Community Nerd, and you are listening to the Free Play Podcast, one half of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And joined with me, as always, is the pleasant Chief Missions turd, Matt Warbeer. Uh, what's up? I, I, I was just reading through the notes and it said, it didn't say Chief, it says Keith. Keith, yeah. So that's the part that was hanging me up. Man. And Chief so- uh, Social Media Nerd, Kate Katawaki. Uh, it me who is the one who always gets into the notes and screws things up so <laughs> i had it all hey. nice and planned out no uh, you had, had it it said it's a pleasant chief missions nerd and i was like what no so i erased the l but you'd already so it would say peasant but you'd already passed it so it's like well why did i erase it when he already said it that's fair yeah and she so. put in turd instead of nerd and didn't do anything to hers by the way just no. chief social media nerd. I accept my fate. Yeah. Yeah. As well, is. it's less like obvious if you do it to the one in the middle. So it's not the first, it's not the last. Mess with the one in the middle. That's that's what mom always used to say. <laughs> Common yeah. sense. Man, so it's uh, I missed you guys last week. Yeah, I missed you too. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to last week, so I'm sorry. I didn't, no. I didn't miss you. Well, I was I was busy. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you listened to him ever though. So it's like that's not a big deal. Maybe ask Aaron. Aaron probably listened. I don't think Aaron listened to last week. That one hurts a lot. Yeah. She just had me do a podcast wow. from my dining room table. What's up, nerd? This is Matt here at the <laughs> dining room table. <laughs> you like, should have done family? that. That would have been great. Like on Instagram or something, man. That would have been really cool. Put it in the put next, in the group. Next time. Next time. Next time you don't invite us. There probably will be a next time. Well, I mean, it's, it was fine. it's not my fault, man. I, I went to go visit uh, my mom, um, and it just it happened to be Mother's Day. No, that wasn't actually I love it. <laughs> that wasn't actually the thing. Um, but I, I went to go visit my mom. In case anybody doesn't know, hasn't been following social media or whatever, um, my mom has stage four cancer, and it's inoperable. Uh, it's all over her body. It's a whole big thing, and I, I try not to make light of it. Um, but we went to visit her, and she's doing. She's doing pretty well. Uh, she's she's pretty high spirits. She was a lot more mobile than we expected her to be. That's um, awesome. Yeah, because she's got it on her spine, and really she's got it all throughout her body. But pushing on her spine, some of you guys that have been following my social media stuff, we thought she had sciatic nerve damage, um, and she kind of lost the, the ability to walk, and her muscles are starting to atrophy. It's a whole thing, really. But... Turns out that it's it's really just the uh, the, the cancer pushing on her spine. So mm-hmm. um, now it's diagnosed. Now we know what it is, and now we can start to to take care of it, and uh, you know, kind of keep her on her radiation and all that stuff. Uh, I don't mean to, to weigh this down, but that's why I was in New Mexico, and that's why you guys weren't there. Um, I got to go home pretty much and and visit visit my hometown. When's the last time you guys were in your hometown? Uh, January. Okay. Kate? I mean, I've grown up in this county, so. Wow. Probably then, okay. Yeah. Well, but like your hometown, not in your home county. What? 
The Italians speak in California. They don't have towns. Oh, okay. They have Got counties. It. Yeah. No, I just said it takes a county. I don't get it. It's like it takes a village. Don't worry about it. It takes a county. Oh. Don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, you said that you uh, you said you're you you've been in your home county, but when's the last time you went back to your hometown? Like, tried to. I mean, visit. I was born in San Francisco, but I lived there for like not even a year of my life, so I don't know if that counts. Uh, it counts. Does it count it? Well, then I didn't go back home because I was born in England. No, you were not. I was. I promise, I was. So were you? Were you invited to the royal wedding then? Absolutely, I was. I had to uh, respectfully decline. Um, because you know, it's been so long since we've hung out that you had to get back for the podcast. That's it. Yeah. I yeah, had 100%. things yeah, to do. No, like it's, it sucks because so like now talking about going back to where you were born, like I, the place that I was born does not even exist anymore. Like they leveled oh it. Oh my gosh. That's really? so sad. Yeah. Did you do that in Texas a lot? Not in Texas, but in, uh, in England, I guess. They take oh, uh, okay. the American, gotcha. the American Air Force bases, and when they're not using them, they just, you know, pave paradise and put up a parking lot. Oh my gosh! So what does before. that mean about like your birth certificate? If they're like, oh, Bubba I was born here, it doesn't exist. I think it's still valid. Yeah. So it, it's it's not a place uh, that that is. But so to add insult to injury, right? So we're like back home. And we've got all of our kids with us, and Anna and I are taking the kids, and we're showing them kind of, oh, here's where mom grew up, and here's where dad grew up. So we drive out to the Air Force base where I grew up, and we were like off-base housing, so not behind the gate, but you could get in there without you know having to show your ID and all that stuff. So we go down there, and I try to, to pull in, and there's a gate where I used to pull in to my neighborhood. You can't get in there anymore, and... To add insult to insult to injury, they tore down all the houses yeah. that we used to live in <laughs> and reconstructed brand new houses. So oh my gosh. Th- it's the possibility of me showing my kids anywhere that I grew up, it just it doesn't exist anymore. Mm. You're an alien. Yeah, like, like, you're like that show on ABC Family where the guy had no belly button because he was an alien. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Kyle like, XY. Kyle XY. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Alf. Him no. too. That's like, like you. Life form. Yeah. Didn't you guys um, just buy a house? You better be careful. They might demolish all yeah. that. Yeah, I, it's I'm the problem. It's you. I'm cursed. <laughs> that just made me so happy. That erases <laughs> my bad mood. I was in. Well, see, the thing of it is, is wow, like, do I, I do I have a legitimate past there. anymore? Look at my. Uh, yeah, you're grinning. No, ear yeah, ear. I was. I'm I was reading. My man without a country. Aliens today. I was reading about aliens today on Facebook. And like all these stories from astronauts who like went to Super space valid. and they saw these like weird stuff. I know Facebook. Uh, so it's like weird stuff. And like, it's got me thinking, you know, that's all. <laughs> I don't want to get into it too much. And you, you started, you started, not, thinking, about, uh, well, you started well, thinking about Kyle XY? No, I started thinking about when I was younger and I'd watched Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, that's, you know, like that's uh, not Unsolved Mysteries. Not the same yeah. one. No, but you get the idea. It was scary. Oh, was I remember going outside. Well, it was freaky because I remember being super, super scared of aliens. Dude, Unsolved was Mysteries like, is terrifying. Yeah, it was. Like, I'd go outside to, like, feed the dogs at, like, 9 at night. And we live in the country, and I'd see these lights out in the field. And I was like, <sighs> like, my blood just, like, my body, like, stiffens. I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, it's just a car down the road. We're all right. <laughs> you don't know that. 
You don't know until you they don't start moving. Know, man. It moves like a car. And then another time, lights on a on a trailer. There's three lights in a row. And I thought it was like a spacecraft, but it was just my trailer reflectors. <laughs> you psyched or yourself was it out. A spacecraft? I did. I was like, man, I like you feel like the the heat wave going from head to <laughs> head to foot. And, yeah, is this what it's like to be abducted? Is it <laughs> happening? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> man, what is the unsolved mystery? Have you? Music? Have you? Don't worry about that. Oh That's important. Have you? Have you? Do Do you know? beyond knowing anything more in the entire universe that you've seen a UFO? Like, do you have that feeling that you've seen one? Can you recall that memory? No. Then this ever happened to you? Kate, has that ever happened to you? I thought I was a hundred percent sure I saw a UFO, but it was like a rocket or no, 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 some don't, kind of launch. Don't explain it away. Like you, to this day, <laughs> is there a time where you no, know you no. saw a UFO? No. I, I mean, it's, it, it, if like the definition of unidentified flying object, no, yes. Man. Like, I'm talking I, what, like what is the... space probes, South Park, sucking up hillbillies and cows, like that kind of UFO. I I don't I don't think so. But you you know you live down south, like New Mexico, oh. like Roswell. Stuff, yeah, you man, know? it's down the street. Well, they Some they're attracted. Their uh, aliens are attracted to that place. It's that like catnip true. for them. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I did. So when I was a kid, and maybe this is because when you're when you're young, you're dumb. I don't know, but I still I have two occasions when I was a kid that I am I am just two hundred percent sure that I saw a UFO. So the first one, we and maybe it didn't it didn't help that we had just watched Men in Black. Like we had gone to a, somebody's birthday party. Was it Will Smith? Maybe around? it was just perfect timing. <laughs> Maybe that's what okay. it was. That's probably what it was. They were um, watching with you. Yeah, they knew. Oh, they're gonna they get just it. Knew. Let's give this kid an extra present. Let's let's show our face. So <laughs> Happy birthday. He, uh, we we went to this kid's birthday party and we watched Men in Black and then we went to his house and we all slept out. There were like five of us or whatever, and we we had a sleepover and we slept on uh, his trampoline. And so, you know, we're going to sleep. I don't know if you've ever tried to sleep on a trampoline with it's five terrible. other people. It it's so the terrible. freaking worst. But because um, when you're a kid, you don't weigh a whole lot, so you don't sink to the middle. Um, but still, it's it, there's not a whole lot of support there. Uh, and it's a mm. huge undercurrent of just really cold air. Yeah, 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 it's a bad idea. So um, I don't think there's a good time to sleep on a trampoline. But we did it when we were kids. And I have I still have this very vivid memory of like looking up. Um, just looking straight up and and seeing this star, and there's nothing spectacular about this star, except that it went straight down and then straight over. And I about peed everywhere. No, no one else saw it. I don't know. I didn't even bother to ask. Like it was just um, one of those things where mistake number one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, you like see or you know movies or whatever. Like somebody something happens and they're like I did I did I did. Uh, I That's think that was me in the field when I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Quarter quarter saw it, yeah. Legitimately dumbfounded. Into shock. Yeah, you do. It's you like insta shock. It's just now that I can talk about it. Um, <laughs> We're proud of you. Thanks for sharing. But there, yeah, I'm not done yet. So that that oh, was okay. that was number one, <laughs> and that's that's beyond a shadow of a doubt. I I'm 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 pretty certain that that I saw a UFO. So now, if you're going to ask me, oh, do you believe in aliens? I'm not really ready to have that conversation. I think that's a deeper I'm not conversation. Saying it was aliens, but. Yeah, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it probably it's probably aliens. Um but so fast forward a couple of years and 
we're, we're outside and it's like, now it's like the middle of the day. And I see like over the top, like the rooftops, there's this, <laughs> it looks like an, like a cow udder, like just floating, Seems like, like way off in the distance, just kind of floating. And so I'm like, <laughs> mom, go turn on the TV, go see if it's on it's the news. Well, yeah, it? it's a little, no, it wasn't. And so, of course, your mom see every, yeah, everybody saw it. And I'm like, look, there it is. Am I crazy? And, of course, the answer was yes. But, like, yes, I'm like, hey, do you see this thing? And they saw it. But they're like, oh, it's it's a weather balloon. I'm like, shaped like a cow udder? But now that I say <laughs> it out loud, a UFO shaped like a cow udder seems just as ridiculous as a weather balloon shaped like a cow udder. Could be. Yeah. So that one I'm not so sure about. But. First one, like I've never seen a star or a satellite move like that. So uh, that's under distress. Talk about your, you know, talk about your aliens if you believe it or not. But I just like, I wouldn't like say no. And I wouldn't doubt that God could have made another people group or stuff. See, here's where maybe, it gets, maybe not, I don't know. That's where it gets fishy stuff. for me. Right. So yeah. like if, if you start going the, if, then you have to start like, what about Jesus? Like, did he die for all the aliens? Like did, <laughs> you know, like, like oh. seriously, that these are conversations that my wife and I have. Yeah. She hates time travel because like, what if, what if time travel is real and you go back and pre-saved you dies? Like what happens? Or now have you created two souls? Like it's a whole it's a whole thing. Like her her entire argument for time travel against it is on a spiritual level. And I'm hmm. like, but the Terminator though, right? Like Well, obviously he was a demon. Obviously. <laughs> you know, or the most recent version of time travel, I say version of time travel, the most recent one that I've seen, uh, I went and saw Deadpool 2 yesterday. Oh man. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I can't necessarily endorse it but i will say it's the most i've laughed in a theater in a very 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 long time and so to, to pull it back in cable is a time traveler so right i knew that there's that um but to get back on track i went home i think that was track. <laughs> <laughs> uh i i went home and i visited and i had a chance if you guys did get to listen to last week's episode i know these two jokers didn't um, it's not hey. really their job to listen. It's their job to uh, get in here and make the bacon. So I had a chance to sit down with a good buddy of mine named Matt Coker, who is the ministry lead and the founder and CEO, all the good things of Backrow Baptist. And we talked to him about what it means to to make a game. Like, what are some of the hurdles that we all face when we're like, oh, I want to make a game, but blah, 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 X, Y, Z. Um, so what he did is he's like, Hey, I use this thing called the game crafter. And I just went and made my game. I made all the assets. I did everything you submit it to them and they actually make the game for you. And oh, he, that's interesting. he mentioned a game, uh, in there. And Matt, I think that maybe you may have even have played this game. He mentioned a, a game in that episode called the captain is dead. I did not play it, but. It's, Where was uh, it? Monzo. Monzo, Monzo played it with a bunch of people at the Academy. We so that was a game that was on that website, the Game Crafter, that some dude just made and self-published. And you can still buy that version of the game on there for like 40 bucks or whatever. But AEG picked up that game 
and it's like a legitimately published game now um, that you can buy through like Miniature Market or Cool Stuff Inc. or whatever. So, um, but anyway, all that to say that, hey, making dreams come true, uh, you can make a game. Don't let any of the hurdles get in your way. But if you have time, go back and listen to it. It's an extra long episode because we did a huge like catch-up session. Uh, not like ketchup and mustard, but like him and I no, catching up. delicious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry if I just disappointed a lot of people. Uh, burn it. Yeah. But we we caught up and you guys get to listen to that. And there's actually – you guys are going to want to listen to it because there's a really embarrassing story about me um, right at the end yeah. of that first part. So, I'm in. Yeah. I'm I know. I, th- sure. I got Kate. I'll listen to it. You tell me later. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, speaking of all that, moving everything along, guys, what have you been playing? Kate, what have you been playing? I know that you got a brand new game, and I want to hear all about it. I did get a brand new game, and that game is God of War, and I'm very excited. The first one. Like God of War War 1. You went OG on this. Oh, um, PS2? That's awesome. No, I got the new God of War. You got the PSP version. Sure. And it is freaking <laughs> awesome. Can you <laughs> it rank so it like awesome. what's it better? What's it like what's it better than? I mean what's, what's better than it? Interesting scale I'm, that you're throwing out there. What is it better really than difficult. and what is better than it? That's really difficult for me. Is it um, better than an ice cream sundae? Yes. Okay, is it better than Stardew? Choose your words wisely. A lot of people are listening now. You can't even compare those. It's I so need different. To know. Is no, it better? Than, is it better than Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew has like radioactive waste in it, so probably. Is it better than a new pop-up tent on the top of your vehicle? <laughs> Which we're a hundred percent sure is the same one we saw in the last picture. No, it's completely different. The way the tent opens. Is this one gray? Okay, well, it's no. It has like a white shell, and it's like gray fabric, so it like folds down to like a little tiny thing on top of the car. But I. Started playing God of War. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, don't Thursday. bury the lead. Let's get back to it. No, I started yeah. to play it on Thursday, and then we left for like a couple of days on Friday. So I was just thinking about God of War being at home like that whole time. I was kind of bummed about it. <laughs> the trip, the trip was actually like a little rough. So I was like, oh, dying a little, just a little bit. Like the first night, I was not doing well. Um, but then I love that last you're like night, out in nature. And you missed your TV and your PlayStation, and you have a hard time had, enjoying the nature. No, I no, cowarders. No, I. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I just like got sick the first night. Like I don't know. I have this weird sickness thing that happens to me sometimes. I think it's like equilibrium in my head related. Like it's like extreme motion sickness to where I like. I don't know. It's like next level weird. So I spent like hours like pacing, just waiting to throw up. I pooped in a hole twice and I was like really like weak. So I couldn't really dig a deep hole. So (laughs) congratulations. (laughs) So so in that that circumstance, I was like, I would so much rather be at home with God of War than this. Uh, Do you see what I mean? No. Yeah. When you put it like that, absolutely. And I did have my switch, but I didn't even get it out in nature. I like to get my switch out in nature. It's really like the commercials. Yes. Well, if by yeah, nature you I, mean basketball court. I play my switch in nature, but I play by myself. Like I don't want to share it with anybody. <laughs> it's real but hard to share in that, that little screen, Nintendo. Yeah. I guarantee they make a bigger version. Guarantee it. Probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you doing E3 predictions? Because we're not doing that this week. 
No, we're good. not doing that this week. Okay, Quiet, guys. That's foreboding podcast. This listeners. is the alien episode. Foreboding. That's the E three episode. <laughs> Yeah, so I got home last night. Like the first thing after we finished unpacking all our stuff was I'm like, let's play God of War right now. And by let's play, I mean I play and Steven watches. Mm-hmm. He's like, this game is the most interesting game to watch ever. So now I've kind of got myself in a spot where I said, sweet, Oh sweet spot. I'll play it like when you're when you come home from work. Like I won't play it during the day so you can keep up with the story. So now that's happening. Oh rough. How does he like it? He loves it. Yeah. That seems like something that would be a lot more up his alley. Yeah. It's a beautiful game. It is so well done. There's so many like little innovative twists in it. Like the whole one camera continuous shot is amazing. And it just adds like another level of what's that word? Fun. I don't know. The word where it's like, it doesn't pull you out of the experience. Immersive. It's It's like a complete, yes, immersive. Just, it doesn't pull you out. And I didn't realize how much I would appreciate that, but it is awesome. It's a really cool world. Just, it's literally a work of art. And everything I've heard about it has been good stuff. Oh, I've not heard a single bad thing about it. Yeah. Not a negative And as I started playing it, I was like, this is game of the year. Like 10 minutes in, I'm like, this is game of the year. And Steven's like, you say that about every game, which is not true. Yeah, no, yeah that that's, true. that's accurate. That's pretty no, true, it's yeah. not true. Uh, I, yeah. Let's see. Looking at my games right now, I did not say Nina Kuni 2 was game of the year. I did not say. No, I didn't because didn't it's not you, game though? of the year. No, I didn't. I am more than certain that I did not say that. It's a good game, but it's not game of the year. I think you said this, it was the best thing since sliced bread or something like that. No, that I never like something said Kate that. Says. No. Yeah. She's always talking about bread. What else? Yeah. I think I think God of War might be better than Horizon Zero Dawn. Whoa. whoa. It's also wow, whoa. just it's whoa. also just a different it's not an open world game. So oh, there's is is not that. it's I, I don't think it is. I it didn't strike me as like one of those massive open worlds. It's like there are little like sections of each thing and you like progress through it, but gotcha. it's not like you can wander from place to place. Like in horizon zero dawn, you can walk the entire map. Like, so it's, it's linear. It's, it's linear, but not in a way that feels like claustrophobic, if that makes sense. Some not games Skyward are so Sword. linear. You have to just do this, do this, do this. And it drives me insane. So I, I like it. I like the pacing of it. It's not too fast. The combat is freaking awesome. Yeah. It is so satisfying. You throw that huge axe and the controller goes like this, like it vibrates. It's awesome. I was just throwing my axe at stuff and then calling it back just so I could like feel the controller. And it's like really cool. So how far, how far are you in it? I'm a couple hours. I'm not sure exactly because it doesn't have a, like a timer on it, which is kind of weird, but I am at the part I'll say it in a way that's like no spoilers. No, I'm. Well, I wanted you to. I'm I'm just at that like next part where you have access to the next realm. So I'm I'm just really stoked on it. Okay. The hype was very real. Guys. I don't know. (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea. I haven't played it at all. (laughs) (laughs) But I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Like, so I I don't know. I went into it with no spoilers except for watching this 10 minute long gnarly intro fight that really was intriguing to Sold me. Sold you. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it is a great game okay well i mean so how many kates 10 out of 10 kates obviously. no come on you can't give horizon 10 out of 10 really nilly and then this no, one. i said god of war it's okay so if it's better yeah. it can't be equal that's how okay well, 11 out of 10 11 can't. out of 10 you can drop your score on Horizon if you need. Yeah, you can update that. Do you want to update that? I guess I could. I'll I'll put it at a 9 out of 10, but it's also hard. It's just so... I so need more Stardew time. at 10 out of 10, Kate? St- <laughs> I just need to know. Inquiring minds, <laughs> Very you know. Difficult. Asking for a friend, yeah. It's yep. like three completely different things. How can you even rate that on the same... You better you figure better it out. Rating system. Yeah, I mean, if you're giving Kate's to everything, maybe you need to start yeah. giving... Like how many Bubba's? You know, okay, how fine. Many mats? Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn has ten out of ten Kates. Okay. God of War has ten out of ten mats. Wow. Completely Whoa. different. That's pretty great. Yeah. What's what's the conversion chart better, look like? Better than, um, Breath of the Wild. I totally forgot what the name of the game. We'll, we'll see you guys. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's just calm down with the heresy here. <laughs> This is a family-friendly podcast. Man, I haven't been able to get back to that because I'm scared. I'm like on one of the last Divine Beasts, and oh I like have I don't remember. It. I don't remember the controls, so I don't want to. Kate, just get in there, mess around for an hour, and you're gonna refigure it out, and then just finish it. It's <laughs> trust me, beating that game is worth your time. It's like riding. No, I, I'm like, sure it and- is, but I'm just. It's. No, I'm done with excuses. I'm in between a rock and a hard place with that game. No. You put yourself there. I did. I'll admit that. I did. Kate, we're, ve- we're very dis- We are 10 out of 10 Kates disappointed in you. That's fine. <laughs> that won't keep me up at night. That's the same as 12 out of 10 mats. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of math. A lot of math in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I can't do. I'm not about that math. So All the maths. Well, You're Matt, what have you been playing, here. man? Yeah, just just. Oh man, I you know I knew this was gonna happen. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I like, man. I mean, we haven't like talked, you know, in a couple weeks. But I guess the the biggest thing I started playing like, again, I got back into it is Hero Clicks. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh my gosh! So like, okay, hold on. To, before you before you get that? into that, you we'll we'll talk about that in a second too because I'm sure it's part yeah. of this. Sure. Aaron said this game, what'd she say? Changed your life or saved your well, life? Did it something would, no, life? I don't, what'd she say? She it wasn't exaggerating. No, I mean, it, it, I would say that Heroclix probably, I'll, I'll just say what, how it did. And then you can put the word to it. Okay. Cause it's not going to be, that's the game. That's the game that Chris and I started playing together when we first met. Like that was kind of like where our relationship bloomed and blossomed and like that's where we started talking about like you know what we're doing now love that nerd like that's where like dreams and visions happen so it's probably the game that kind of like sparked a fire towards you know the future um i guess that's what you want to that's how you want to say it okay um yeah so i started playing again because the boys just decided to get them out and i was like Oh, those look pretty cool. I haven't seen those in a while. <laughs> let's, let's check these out. And next thing you know, I'm like on HC Realms, which is like the Heroclix. Oh, man, you're deep. You're deep. I know. I'm deep, man. I'm that like, I'm really, 
I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I'm not looking at any of the new sets because, you know, I don't have any money to buy. That was kind of my, that was my problem before is I, being a collector, and I think at least you can relate to this, Bubba, you want to have them all. Maybe gotta, you can Gotta too, catch okay? them all. Right. So with your place, like, they were releasing a set every month and a half. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta have all of these. And they'd have like a chase, they have like several chase figures and super rare figures. And like, I mean, it's just, it's a money hole. So, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I looked up hero clicks on, I don't know if it was cool stuff or miniature market or where it was, but there are for one character, there might be like 15 different versions of it. They may like that's look the oh same, but like the bases are different or something like that. Right. They they did a lot of that. Uh, at the point where I kind of stopped playing is like where they were doing two set releases a month and they were doing like, it was like a character variation where they had like a, gosh, what they call it? Basically, like it, it, it'd be like there's this character is Wolverine, but it's like if you if we had this green ring on him, he's patch and he's different and he's like <laughs> this one's rarer and it's like harder to get and you're like oh my gosh so i mean i'm really trying to stay away from even looking at any of the new stuff and just trying to really enjoy my old stuff i have so many multiple men it's awesome so i'm gonna use those multiple men um multiple men so oh, i know man. so i've been playing that with the boys and you know, just messing around with them and gluing characters back together that are broken. Nice. Um, yep. And other than that, I played Gloomhaven probably a couple times. I've watched the NHL playoffs like every night for the past month and a half. Yeah. How the Cavs uh, doing? And, and caps. The Cavs are caps. Cavs. Caps. Which one's caps. hockey? Uh, caps. Capitals. Sports ball. Yeah, uh, they're they need to win tonight or they're out. Oh so, man, and that uh, always the case. I know. And then I recently arrested development had a season four remix. Remix. So I've been going back through and watching that, and it is so funny. Did you watch so it when funny. it was non remixed? Yeah, I did. I watched it. I thought it was funny, but I think the the changes they've made are for the better. Yeah, I sure. we barely started it, but if if they did anything to make it like season. T- three one two and three yep. then i'm yep. I'm all about it yeah it's there's only been one point where i'm like they just like cut this guy into the scene and like you can kind of you can kind of tell but you're like is he no maybe yeah he's it's weird it's different <laughs> uh but like it, it wasn't like to the point where like you're watching scorpion king and you're like oh that cg <laughs> yeah. is terrible no that was uh, the rock man yeah was it yeah <laughs> you hear that the scorpion, the scorpion rock johnson oh my gosh that was like absolutely. It was typecasting. Worse. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next season. I think it comes out this week or soon. maybe next. Yeah. Very soon. Looking forward to it. I'm playing a few games of Gloomhaven this week, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm just like we're roll. That's basically all I've been playing is Gloomhaven, and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, I can mention this. Uh, I recently was like hired or given permission to to uh do game nights at my church so i'm really excited about that so kind of need to think of some easy like beginner level games to bring and then maybe i'll bring some like more deep gamer cuts uh so it starts this thursday which will be yesterday when this is released but uh in the past here we are at time travel again oh my gosh did i just split my soul (sighs) 
I have to ask my wife. I'm not sure. Horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say any spoilers, okay? My kids are still on book four. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Bobby, oh. your turn. Um, yeah, yeah. So things that I've been playing, um, uh, you know. So I, I mentioned having having Matt on the podcast, Matt Coker from Backroad Baptist. Yeah, not you, the other one. And yeah, I was confused. He I said he made a bunch of games, and so I ordered a couple of them. We we've played um, on on our pilot for for this for free play. We played uh, their Sunday School Answers, their expansion, and they have gone on to make a lot. You know, I think like three more games. And so I ended up buying their newest one so I could test it out. Didn't have a chance to test it before I interviewed him. But then last Tuesday, we ended up having a game night at our, uh, you know, our local life group. And it was kind of an impromptu thing. We were supposed to go and have a pool party. But then it decided that it wanted to thunder and lightning very, very frightening. So um, we ended up moving in and having a game night because that's just in my personality um th- those are things mm-hmm. that are easy to do so we did we had an absolute blast playing their game the back row baptist the game um it's it's bible trivia um and don't let that really kind of throw you because it's it's bible trivia mixed in with um there's a game in there that you can you know pick up these cards and one of the questions may be you know like black belt level theology um you know like you know, so I'm, I'm making this up, but you know, like was, was Paul left-handed or right-handed or something like that, you know? So it's like huh. something, something that you wouldn't just know offhand. Um, and then there is another card that you can pick up in there that is Joel Osteen or fortune cookie. And you have to read the quote <laughs> yeah, and yeah. decide if it's that, uh, there's another one, who am I, you know, so it gets in there and it, you know, gives you some descriptions and you have to have to guess the person. So anyway, we're playing this in teams with like four or five couples. And man, it was just a laugh right because you got to roll this die. And sometimes you can get a deacon card and the deacon card is hardly ever positive for you. Like it might be uh, deacons caught you eating donuts in the sanctuary, move back three spaces, lose your next turn, um, you know, stuff like that. But Anna and I, we were in dead last place and we pulled a deacon card that was Deacon something says hi to you or whatever, likes the tie you're wearing or whatever, switch places with any other pawn on the board. Whoa. Oh, killing it. Front of the line, bro. We still lost. Um, I guess that's... What? Yeah. There was, you know, somebody, you know, one of the other couples, we were neck and neck and they beat us by like two spaces. Um, but anyway, I would say like for, if you're in a group of predominantly Christian people. Like we're talking like people that have been in Sunday school and church for a long time that are familiar with church culture. This is a very fun game to play in that scenario. It's not a fun game to play at random game night with, you know, some of your lost friends um, because they're going to think you're a big fat dork and they're going to hate it. Um, So if you're, you know, starting a Christian game night or you're going to have a game night at your church, you know, Matt or whatever, it takes the right group of people to get it going. But we played that, had an absolute blast. I cannot say that enough. Had absolute blast playing that game. Even people that weren't going to have fun ended up having fun by the time we were finished playing that game. I refuse to have fun. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, you're going to hate it. Um, we also, I picked up a game a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned it here on the podcast called Kung Fu Zoo. Um, it is a dexterity yeah. dice flicking game. 
Um, we've played a ton of that at the house. Kids love it. They're not very good at it, uh, but they love it. Because uh, there are some rules to it, like when you can flick, what the different you know faces of the dice mean, and all sorts of stuff. But um, every time we go to play a game, Caleb asks to play that game. So we played a couple of rounds of it last night. It's really solid. Is it a, is it a quick game? Like, give me a like. Oh yeah, absolutely. So you have four dice, and uh, there are two different things you can play: either a cage battle or you can play a points battle. So you put, um, you have this little inlay that has uh, a hole cut out in each corner, and when you do cage battle, um, you set a dice up on the lip of the of the box, which is where you play from, and you flick into the inlay. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to get other people's dice into one of the cages or get it to where one of the faces is the feet up, which means that they're stunned. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, once you get everybody either – once one person – it's like last person standing. So once everybody's either caged or stunned, the last person with a non-stunned or non-caged die wins. Um, It's really easy, really fun. You're just flicking dice. It's – super duper easy uh but the kids get pretty into it and to be honest with you so do mom and dad so okay um also i got conned into picking up splatoon 2 for the nintendo switch can we play please yes yes we can um absolutely we can so our youth minister uh his name is lane He's a nerd. One of the first conversations he and I ever – actually, the first conversation he and I ever had before he got hired um, was about the Nintendo Switch. And he was familiar with the arcade and all sorts of stuff. So um, we started talking about that, and he told me, hey, you need to get this game. He's been telling me for a while, but I didn't bite on it because it's one of those Nintendo first-party IPs. And so that game is still 60 bucks. Um, yep. Just not dropping in price. But I told him, I was like, you know what? I, let's go. I'll do it. Um, I'm kind of zelded out at the moment. I need something to kind of fill that gap. Played through and actually beat um, Shovel Knight, the regular uh, Shovel Knight campaign, and also the Spectre Knight campaign. So all I have Good left job. is Plague Knight. So, you know, I've, I've done those things. It's time to kind of move on a little bit with mm-hmm. a completely new experience. And I'm not paying $60. I don't care what anybody says for uh, Donkey Kong Country. So I said, let's go ahead. I'll get it. So I got it. And they didn't didn't even have any used copies at GameStop. Wow. Like I was like, hey, do you guys have any used Splatoon 2? And he's like, no, man, I don't think so. The game is that good? I guess, like, man. Like people lo- it's honestly, it's like a, it's like the Smash Bros. Of, it's very like, Smash Bros. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's tournaments and there's like there's always stuff going on there. They have a thing always called Splatfest where it's yep. just different game modes and different maps and different ranking and everything. And it's only open for a very limited amount of time. So yep. it creates this uh, this urgency to play the game now. They're doing right, and I mean, they're they're big next things coming out pretty soon too. Yeah. So 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 I picked it up and I started playing a little bit. I think I'm level five. I'm still doing turf war stuff. Um, I found that I really like the paint roller. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very satisfying that paint roller. Uh, you know, being able to either smash somebody or roll over somebody who's in the ink and they think you can't see them. Oh uh, yeah, 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 just splash. Well, let's just let's just say this right now. If if you have Splatoon two and a Switch, obviously, let us know. Uh, let let us know. Let's play right now. Put it, put it 
you can go back to the the Facebook uh, group post for this podcast and let us know or hit us up on Twitter uh, at Love Thy Nerd. Let us know what's going on. Um, Is it only multiplayer? Yes. That's it? Yeah, well, it does. On, it does uh, have a single player mode. I'm doing heavy air quotes. It's um, not. Yeah, it's kind of like a practice almost. Well, you okay. can earn things in that mode. Okay. So I've been, I, that was the first thing I did. That's usually what I do. I don't normally jump straight into multiplayer because I want to know what I'm doing, especially if my job is to be part of a team. I yeah. don't want to be the dumb guy who doesn't know how to work a character. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bro. Me. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be Kate. That's me. Cackawacky. Sure. So I yeah. I got in there. Yes. I did that. And honestly, I like playing this game. Like, it's fun. It's fun. I like, you know, my son likes watching me. Um, you know, it's it's a good game. My, my biggest complaint about Splatoon 2 is that I cannot play more than one person on my machine. There's no reason at all that I shouldn't be able to play yes. multiple people Multiplayer. Mm-hmm. On, on a single machine. We got it thinking we could play like couch co like I guess it's not co-op. Play against each other on your couch. Yeah, like we're talking uh, original Halo One kind of stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no reason I shouldn't be able to play four up. Nope. I can do it on Mario Kart, which is a yeah. way bigger game. Yeah, more assets, only more things being rendered. Multiplayer. Wow. There's That's no there's no lame. reason, no reason whatsoever that you shouldn't be able to do that for people on one switch. But you can't. You know, Kate, get the game. Let's play. You should. You should get it. I now, just became completely unsold on it, though. Well, don't. Who's gonna play you with you, play, like multiple yeah, people? You can play us. Stephen will be like, oh, I like this story in this game. <laughs> yeah. Squids. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, what is this? Oh, give me God of War. Well, right no, now. he likes he likes to watch Gang Beast, but I haven't played that in a while. Yeah. I and then he's since... like, "You're too loud. You're scaring the dog." That's fair. I'm like in the living room, laughing so hard, I'm crying. It was, yeah, it was pretty fun when we played together. Matt, what level are you on Splatoon? Do you know? I haven't played in a long time. I want to say twelve, maybe. Okay. Not too far ahead. Man, I'm telling you, the gap from four to five, I felt like forever. I was, I, I played for about an hour. We didn't win a well, whole lot. Maybe that was a problem. I will say that my level is. Probably mostly because of my children playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so doing all the work for you. Thanks, kids. Yep. Um, but so I've been playing not a lot of that. I think I played maybe a day of it, maybe a day and a half. You know, I played it a little bit here and there. Um, but I also picked up, and it, this may still be live um, on on Friday when this podcast comes out on the Switch. I picked up a Wonder Boy on the Switch. And it should be on sale right now for 50% off. Whatever it is, it's $10. Um, that's what I got it for. And it's a it's a side-scroller, but it's very... I don't use this phrase very often because I don't think a whole lot of games really fall into this. But it's very Metroidvania. Um, that's kind of an overused term in the industry. Um, but this one is very Metroidvania in that um, you actually... You can decide if you want to go left or right. And it's it's like an open world platformer, and you know to to kind of game splain a little bit. You go back to to Metroid, and that's what it was. Like it, you weren't just going straight in one way. You had to go down, you had to go around, you had to find the way around. Um, and that's what Wonder Boy is like. And apparently, it's a remake of another game. Um, I, I forget which Wonder Boy it is, but from you know back in the day. And there's an eight bit version. If you click uh, the right hmm. trigger. 
you can actually switch back like on the fly. It's pretty cool. It does a little sideswipe animation. And like as you're playing, you can just click it. Um, that'll go back to the 8-bit. And you can change back to the 8-bit sounds and all that stuff. But I really enjoyed it because you get to change. Like whenever you beat a, a, a boss, you get to a you know level that has a boss. Whenever you beat it, there's actually a curse that comes out and it gets you and it changes you into a different type of character. So it might change into a lizard or a hawk or a mouse or whatever. And that character has different characteristics that they actually play with. So like the mouse can climb walls, the, the lizard or dragon can actually shoot fire, the hawk can fly, like stuff like that. So it adds a lot more depth to this seemingly, you know, easy platforming game. So I've been playing that a little bit. I think I played probably two and a half, three hours of that last night. Um, really enjoyed that. But uh, but that's kind of what I've been playing. I don't know if if uh, if you guys have been playing anything else, um, podcast listeners. If you have, please let us know down below. I say this every episode, but this is why we have this segment is so that we can tell you guys, here's what we're playing, and maybe get you interested in some of the stuff that we're playing. Like Matt just said, hey, if you're playing Splatoon, Splatoon 2 specifically, obviously, because we're not playing Splatoon 1 on the Wii U. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but if you're playing Splatoon 2, let's go. We want to play games with you guys. We want this community to be more than just you listen to a podcast. Let's play games together. Let's hang out. I know that Chris posted in the group not too long ago that he was playing Destiny 2, and that kind of revamped our you know whole Destiny kind of you know game style that we used to have. Didn't do it for me because, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Destiny 2, shame on me. Um, so, but if you're playing games, let us know because maybe you're doing stuff that we would be interested in playing as well. So, do us a favor and let us know in the group on this episode post in Facebook. Moving the show right along, there's something that we've been wanting to talk about um, for literally minutes minutes upon minutes um i saw this this morning actually and, and kate you were talking about this uh in slack earlier today xbox has gone above and beyond and done something absolutely amazing i don't care if you're a pc guy if you're a playstation guy if you're one of those weird dudes that's still just like sega only um or if you're an xbox <laughs> bro um, but Xbox has released what they call uh, an adaptive controller. So what this is, is Matt, you, you, you said really perfectly, it's, it's a hacked Xbox controller. Um, what this is, is it's made for people who are uh, handicapped and have uh, limited mobility in what they can do. So uh, maybe they don't have all the fingers on their hands or maybe they can't push the buttons or work the thumbsticks like you and I. So Xbox has said, hey, we want you to still be able to enjoy playing video games, not necessarily even our product, but we want you to be able to enjoy playing video games. So they have adapted this controller so that you can play. Um, this hits home to me because not because, because I have, uh, any disabilities that hinder me. I'm very fortunate that I don't, but I know I'm very close friends with a, with a guy who has disabilities and can't play games anymore. And his mom was just asking me just a few months ago, it feels like, 
<coughs> excuse me, just a few months ago, it feels like, hey, do you know of any any game, uh, you know, any game systems that my son can use to play his games? And he was he was playing Xbox 360 at that time, um, and I was like, I I really don't. I don't know of anything that I can necessarily recommend to you. And here we are right now with the Xbox adaptive controller. This thing's absolutely insane. Um, Kate, you were looking it up. What, what were some of the things that were standing out to you about it? I was looking up a whole bunch of different stuff about it. Matt actually brought it up. and Oh, it's, whoops. Credit where credit it's is actually, due. Yeah, because it's, it's fine. I got it from John Ibsen, so we're cool. Well, let's oh, okay. not go too far. Thanks, John. <laughs> um. I forgot. Oh, it's it's actually not out yet. It's coming out later this year. It was it was like an E3 leak. Is that how kind of? No, that one was not an E3 leak. There were other things. That I, I think they just like wanted to make it known, which I'm I'm cool with. It probably they may talk more about it at E3, but yeah. Go the ahead. cool thing about it though is it doesn't look anything like the Xbox controller you know and love. I thought it was a um, turntable. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. But the cool thing about it that I read is that it's super easy to set up and you can like customize a couple different control styles, I guess, on it so that say somebody's playing a game and they're like, hey, this control style works great for this game. Now I want to play another game. Instead of having to like reroute everything, you can like recall another setting and oh, say, great, cool. we're just going to keep playing. Mm. that's cool so that's like that's cool and all of this you can set it up one of the really interesting things was you can set it up so say you want to play a game and you only want to use your feet you can totally do that yep say you want to play a game and you want to use one foot and one shoulder you can totally do that it has all these different kinds of like customizable stuff to create that experience with the controller and with the game whatever game it is that works for you so that i just think that's really cool i think the whole idea of like accessibility in games is really important so if anybody hasn't already seen this thing by the time this podcast comes out or whenever you're listening to it we will have a link in the show notes below but on the back of this thing um, which it's wireless by the way so you, you can you can be anywhere as far away from the tv as you need to be um but there are any number of peripherals that you can actually attach to this thing. There's a lot of inputs on the back um, of the machine, similar to, you know, if you've seen, you know, a video switcher or um, a soundboard or something like that, there's a bunch of inputs on the back. It's, it's, it's very similar to that. And there is an input for every input on the controller. So like Kate was saying, if you want to use a shoulder to do the A button, you can plug something in that's right there at your shoulder that they can lean or, or whatever their their mobility is, they can do that. Uh, in the video, there was a guy who he had a, a yellow button by his head that said A button because he only had you know a little bit of range of his neck so that he could he could hit the A button. I mean, just the way that they thought this thing through blows my mind. There's probably yeah, going to be awesome. no end to peripherals that are made for this because yeah. each person has a different, you know, way that they they interact with their their wheelchair or with uh, you know their their uh, speech to text device or text to speech device, um, all of that stuff. I saw a uh, I don't know what it's called. I don't know the medical term, but uh, the thing that you blow into 
Like I saw yeah. that as, as a peripheral, um, that you can, you can do. So, you know, somebody who, who only has that ability, they can use that to push the A button or whatever. Like wow. it's just, that warms my heart so much. Like a, as much bull crap as we put on this podcast, like this is probably, <laughs> this is probably the best thing that I've heard of and shared with everybody that we've shared with everybody yeah. on this podcast. Um, yeah, it's so awesome. I, I was trying to think if there's anything that any other company has come out with, like even close to this. And the only thing I can think of, and it, it doesn't honestly compare. I mean, it's like comparing Stardew to, you know, God of War. Uh, God God of War. War. Yeah. You know. uh, is Nintendo with Mario Kart had the like auto assist driving. Mm. Okay. Uh, like that's about the only, like, it's not like totally comparable, but like at least like, I know that that's kind of what they made it for is like for limited mobility. Yeah. Um, so you can still play the game, but this is like, I mean, amazing. We, we talked about power glove, you know, the <laughs> Nintendo power glove. It's not close. You know, that was no, more, more gimmicky close. than this. This actually f- fits a need. I guess the Wii in some ways is. Yeah kind of comparable but i mean it's not really but or you, even you like still the, have uh, to have like a, okay yeah. well, but, but still connect is like maybe right. I, I, I mean it's, you it's still have to have very limited focus yeah you, yeah you, you still have to have really good muscle control in order for that yeah. stuff to work because like a lot of that is very it's accurate like you're swatting yeah. a ball or you know doing whatever um these ones allow for different sensitivities so you know, if, if you can only blow so hard and, you know, it, you can set the sensitivity really low so that it triggers the A button, um, you know, but, but anyway, I mean, if you guys know anybody who, you know, has, has gone through some sort of, uh, tragic accident or, you know, was, was born without a full range of mobility and you think that gaming would be good for them, which I promise you that it will, um, gaming is not just about, Honing noobs and teabagging people in Halo, you know, it's like <laughs> they're using, they're legitimately using this stuff. And we'll have, like I said, the links to the video and all that stuff um, for Xbox. They show that they're using video games as a way to rehabilitate people mm-hmm. to get them, you know, to, to increase their range of motion and to, you know, studies have shown that the, you know, the happier you are, the happier you are the better and the quicker that you are able to rehabilitate. So being able to bring somebody to a point where they can enjoy something that they're playing again is huge. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I would expect that the other companies will follow suit. Yeah, they have to. They 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 look like trash. They look like trash right (laughs) now. It's like PlayStation, where are you at? You don't want anybody Mm. who's not perfect to play. That's what it seems like. It's like, dude. PlayStation will probably show up and go, oh, but yeah, but ours is 4K, kind of. Boom, roasted. Like, I don't care. This is just like one big touchpad, and you can do whatever you want with it. Um, One of the other cool things that this thing does, and this is really kind of like a Microsoft Xbox One specific thing, is a while back ago, um, Microsoft and Xbox, their Xbox team, introduced co-pilot mode. Where, you know, maybe this was back before they had all this, but, mm-hmm. you know, somebody could work the right part of the controller and the other person could work the left part of the controller from two different controllers. And the, wow. beauty, the beauty of this is you can still do that. 
So this controller is compatible with Copilot. So, you know, say I'm going to be working all the platforming. I'm going to walk left to right. And my buddy who has limited mobility, he's going to be responsible for all the jumping and all the shooting of, of the special abilities. Like it's, it's, it's a way to, to engage them in a multiplayer experience that maybe they wouldn't be able to have otherwise. So yeah. kudos, sure. kudos to the freaking Xbox team over at Microsoft. Man, you guys, I know they're longtime listeners, uh, free play. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. Not a sponsor. Well, I don't know. Yet. That was what? kind of a long spot I just put out there. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it's it, it's it's good on a lot of different levels because I'm I'm really excited that it, it's it's including a group that wouldn't normally be able to engage and play games because there literally literally has been nothing out there for them. Um, yeah. Maybe like some homebrew kits or something like that. But this is official Xbox. You don't have to worry about it not working um, because they made it right there in their own homes, uh, the home of Xbox, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that it's it's giving credence in the medical uh, the medical world for the importance of video games, right? There's oh, a, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on right now where video games are just being shunned and pushed away. That, you know, the Santa Fe shooting just happened and already we're starting to hear more talks about, um, you know, the violence in video games and, you know, these these different mediums that we we have and, and that we use and how they're you know negatively influencing and always, always, always video games are going to get wrapped up in that. But here you have – okay, but but here are the positives of, of video games. Um, they are really legitimately truly helping people that need to feel joy in their life where they wouldn't necessarily have that. So I love it. I man. saw this cool – I saw this cool thing in one of the articles I read that kind of talked about how this guy – I can't remember what game it was, but he had almost completed the entire thing. And there was a section at the end where you had to like button mash one specific button and he just couldn't do it fast enough to the game standard. So he could not complete the game. And he was almost at the end mm. because of that one thing. And it was like, dude, that would be the hugest, yeah, like most terrible, worst, lamest thing ever. It's like you work your butt off to get through this game. You're stoked to get to the end. And then because you can't button mash the A button in this ridiculous way, like over the top dramatic way, like you don't get to see the end of the game. So he had talked about how stoked he was about something like this because it's like, yeah, finishing that game is totally possible now. Yeah. You don't have to have the ability to button mash. You can either put it to a different button or like reroute it so that you're using your foot that is, you know, you can totally do it. And it's like giving people back life in that way, or at least like giving some nerds like that chance to like get back in it. I know that if I couldn't play games, I would be super depressed and yep. I like play games to help when I'm depressed. So I would be mm-hmm. so screwed. Like, oh. Yeah, no, that's oh. harken back to the beginning of this podcast when you were talking about you couldn't play God of War. Like, imagine if you could yeah. never come back from camping, you know? Yeah. Like and I could just... never go back to the and immerse myself in the world of God of War because, yeah, I don't know, I couldn't do the controls. Like, that would suck. Like nobody should have to do that. So I'm glad that this is becoming a thing. And I really, really, really hope that other 
companies kind of like hop on board with it. I mean, imagine the stuff that Razer could make. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be absolutely insane. Man. Well, kudos, kudos again to the Xbox team at Microsoft. Um, Guys, I don't know if this will ever get back to you. Probably not. But we love you guys. And thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, Bill Gates, he's, he knows what's up. It's William too. (laughs) (laughs) I just call him Billy. Um, But guys, stay engaged with the things that we're doing. Um, We want to know, is this working for you? Do you, do you love what we're doing here at Love Thy Nerd as much as we do? Are you excited about our upcoming trip to Gen Con? Uh, You can't be more excited than we are. Uh, You know, we're already starting to talk about things that we're doing and how we're going to evaluate this upcoming trip so that we know how to do missions going forward. Um, we have nothing but ideas, uh, but we, we're going to have to settle on something um, here pretty quick. Uh, so be, be praying for us, guys. If, if you are the praying type, pray for us as we go to Gen Con in August. It is the first week in August, maybe? Question mark? Yes. Yeah, confirmed. that sounds about right. I think it's like the <laughs> second through the fifth or something like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, guys, so be sure to check check us out. That's going to do it for this episode of the Free Play Podcast. This is episode eight. Uh, it feels like we've done a billion more of these things, uh, but this is only episode eight. If you have not already done so, join our Facebook group. We've been talking about it. Um, all you have to do is search Love Thy Nerd on Facebook, and you're going to get a, a link to the page and also the Facebook group. Go ahead and like the page, join the Facebook group. You'll be glad that you did. Our group is a really great place to meet up um, with other nerds and to follow, mainly to follow what's going on with Love Thy Nerd. Um, But supplementally, um, you can chat with some other awesome nerds in there as well. Don't forget um, that there is another part of this podcast network, and that's called Humans of Gaming. And we want you guys to be sure to check both of us out, if you haven't already, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, USN Canada, all that good stuff, probably other countries too. I haven't really bothered to check. Um, (laughs) And really anywhere else that podcasts are found. And guys, if we are not on whatever place you're looking for us on, let us know. And we'll try our dangest to get on that podcast platform. While you're there, especially on iTunes, please be sure to give us a five-star review or else. Or else nothing will happen. We just really would like a five-star no, review. No, don't say, don't say nothing. Just oh, leave d- it. Just say so, or Or else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Uh, if yeah. you do so, and if we get a hundred five star reviews between us and Humans of Gaming before the end of the month, then guys, you're going to be entered into a drawing to win a $60 game on any platform. And that includes Tabletop, which is pretty <laughs> freaking but you dope. Should get, you should get God of War, though, if you will. Yeah, or Nino Kumi Kuku Kuku. No, 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 no. Two. No, no, no. <laughs> Two. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Also, guys, last but not least, um, we can't stress this enough. We would absolutely love it if you guys would partner with us here at Love Thy Nerd. And the best way to do that is financially um, with all them pesos and that cheddar. Uh, Ministry costs money. (laughs) So uh, we want you guys to join us on this journey. To do so, head on over to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner to make your donation. We're looking for any amount, guys, Uh, but a monthly bank transfer donation would really help us the most, and it would allow us to get the most out of your donation. 
We say monthly because it's only one transaction fee a month and a bank transfer because it is the lowest transaction fee, way lower than credit card. Um, but if you need to do weekly, if you need to do whatever, you guys can do it any way that you want to. We really just want to encourage you guys to join us on this journey and partner with us financially if you can. Uh, whether that's $1 or a billion dollars, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe old, old Billy Gates oh. is listening. Uh, William. William Gates. Senior. <laughs> uh, but guys, just please, we, we want to ask you to just join us. And even if that means that you just kind of hang out in the community for a little while uh, before you decide to really get on this partner train with us, that's fine too. We want to encourage everybody to be involved in what we're doing. And we will keep you posted on the ministry and how things are going. But guys, go to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner to help us be Jesus in and to nerd culture. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, last but not least, at lovethynerd. We've mentioned it several times. We're going to have a poll, right, Kate? If I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a note. Uh, we're going to have a poll on the Twitterverse for you guys to just engage with and be a part of. And also, we're working on a website. We are super freaking close on that um, for you guys to get all the great content that we are going to have coming down the pipe. Once again, guys, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Warmbier. And I'm Kate Kotowaki. Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> We will catch you next week, each and every Friday, 6 a.m. If you guys are uh, subscribed, who doesn't like to listen to a 6 a.m. podcast? Um, Hopefully 6 a.m. just means that it'll be ready for you to digest on your podcast platform of choice when you get up. That's 6 a.m. Central Time. No, it's actually 6 6 a.m. Eastern. Oh, even better. Yeah. So like I went the furthest right that I could go. Um, Thanks for thinking of me. In the U.S. That's 3 a.m. my time. You're welcome. Super early. Yeah. So make sure you get up at 3 a.m. if you're in the SoCalifornia and listen to the podcast. County of. (laughs) County of. Well, guys, we'll catch you next week. And remember, Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Kyle XY? No, I started thinking about when I was younger and I'd watch Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, you know, like that's uh, not Unsolved Mysteries. No, but you get the idea.